Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. It's 710 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're up and running in a brand new week. Glad you are here with us for a conversational ride over the next three hours. You are welcome to tune in and listen. You are welcome to be part of the show. You can use the Frio Stack auction service lines. The text line is 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600 text me. Or 304-232-8255. That's the number to call if you would like to. 69 degrees, Wheeling County Airport. 67 at uh, the Highland. 66 degrees in my backyard in Elm Grove. And 66 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Mr. Slider, you were just poking your nose outdoor. Looks like it's fixing the rain. It's uh, fixing the rain, Howard. It's got the uh, it's got the look to it. It's got the feel to it. It's got the smell to it. It's going to rain. Mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. Strong to severe thunderstorms, says Adam Fike at the Big 7. Daytime high, about 10 more degrees. 78 is what we're looking for for the high today. Cloudy throughout the day tomorrow. Again, a uh, chance of rain. Not quite stormy rain, but rain tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 75. Even cooler then. Partly cloudy on Wednesday. And we'll be in the uh, 75, 76 degree range as well. Did you did you uh, sleep through? Get caught in? Uh, where were you during the big storms on Saturday night? I kind of like stayed uh, stayed in. I uh, I sat tight. Kind of maybe even dozed off, Howard. I, uh, I I knew it was coming, so I kind of like was just hoping that the power wouldn't go off, the cable wouldn't go off. None of that happened. Uh, I heard the hard rain. Could tell it was blowing side to side, uh, but uh, it didn't really do. I, I didn't get too excited about it. It was. Um Nancy and I had kind of dithered dathered all day long about going out to eat. You know, I don't know. Maybe we will. Should we go out? Where are we going to go? I'm not sure. I like that. We had just decided to go out. We literally just decided, all right, we're going to go out to eat, kind of pick a place. And we, um, and then the alerts go off. Our phone goes off. Tornado alerts in the area. Watches warnings. I forget what it was. Severe thunderstorms. So on Channel 7 goes into full live coverage on TV. And by the way, I commend TV7 and Tyler Vanji because now I'm concerned. We've got actual tornadoes that are being reported in the region at that time. Nancy is going, we got to go to the basement. Let's go to the basement. We got to get to the basement. It says go to the basement. <clears throat> we did not go to the basement. <clears throat> she was running around looking out the windows, scared to death. And I'm looking around, running around, open the doors, kind of enjoying the Thunder, the lightning, you know, it's kind of fun to watch it. Man, the lightning was was intense, but, and the rain came pouring down. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was just, it was a doozy of 20 minutes, maybe? maybe I thought like, it maybe even less, Howard. But again, <clears throat> I think I was in bed just trying to, like, you know, just waiting for it to end. When that happens, where, where my house is located, two things go through my mind. First of all, the wind. You know, how, how bad is this wind? Sure. Is, is it going to rip uh, shingles off? Is it going to rip your roof off? Is right. it going to be one of those deals? And again, I don't want to jinx anybody, but I've never experienced that. I mean, uh, we've been pretty lucky here. 
been close a couple of times. I've heard, you know, I've been there where the house has been shaking, but, yep. uh, you know, thank goodness we I haven't experienced that. And the other thing that I got to worry about, especially where my house is located, that downpour, where's that water? You know, is it going to come rushing down the street, right down my steps, right, right. like a waterfall? That's my concern now because, again, I, the experts are saying the storms are mightier. It's not uh, our imagination. Uh, when they let loose, they really let loose. That's what makes me nervous, Howard. Jason and Natalie and Teddy, of course, were on vacation still, but he called to check because Jason's house is just down from ours, but he's situated in such a position that when we get a big storm, sometimes the water comes rushing down his driveway and into his garage. So he said, can you check on that? I said, well, I'm not checking now because it's raining. But when the rain stops, I'll go down and see if you got water. He did not. The good news is he did not. But, um, again, I, I want to commend, though, because I, I I was glued to the TV screen. Tyler Vanjie was uh, was uh, on screen, and they had the the maps, and they kept showing you where the cells were and how it was moving. And, it's you know, when you have a fast-moving storm like that, you really it's really great to be able to watch it in real time. So I'm watching, and I'm going, okay, it looks to me like the, the, the intense storm is moving through the area. I think it'll be gone pretty soon because I could see it on TV. But he was pointing out up in Washington, Pennsylvania, there was a confirmed tornado, apparently, or there had been a funnel cloud site, let me put it that way. And apparently, although I did not hear about it on Saturday night, there was a tornado, which the National Weather Service did confirm yesterday in Belmont County, a tornado touchdown. Um, Storm survey performed by the National Weather Service revealed it was the fifth tornado on record in Belmont County since 1950. So there was a tornado in Belmont County. They called it a double derecio or something like that. It was an actual uh, bona fide uh, uh, tornado twister. Yes. However, keep that phrase in mind. It, uh -oh. will, it will resurface here in only a moment or two <laughs> okay. uh, in a different arena. Uh, maximum wind, wind speeds of the tornado in Belmont County, 100 miles an hour. Uh, just northwest of St. Clairsville is where it went. Um, the most recent tornado before this was October 21st, 2021, so a couple years ago. Um, so the National Weather Service did come in and says there was a confirmed tornado uh, in Belmont County. If any of you saw that, feel free to text or call us on the Frio Stack auction service lines to see if you... Uh, just to tell us how, just, just tell us how it went. But and how, Howard, you hit it on the head. I am no meteorologist. Believe me. But I think the key is when those st storms, when they move through, instead of just sitting there, you know, like in the past, my memory says, you know, when we really got hit with the flash flooding, it seems like those storms just kind of laid there for a while, you know, over top of us and just poured. That was the big problem with the Shady Side flood. Absolutely. It, just, it came yeah. and stopped. So I was feeling pretty good, you know. Keep on going. We're going to get hit with this for a few minutes, but hopefully it'll just keep on moving. And and we got we locked out again. And once again, you know, in our little nook of Elm Grove, it seemed like uh, we did okay with that. You know, and I'm I think I thought to myself at the time, and I say to myself until you out loud now. Sometimes I think I don't take this stuff seriously enough because we never have had a serious problem. Again, my wife panics a little bit more, a little bit more than maybe she should. She's we cautious, gotta, Howard. We gotta go to the basement. We gotta go to the basement. We gotta go to the basement. Um, and we have done that once or twice in the past when it sounds pretty bad. But um, uh, I, you know, I think to myself, oh, we've never had a problem. You know, surely it's not going to rip the. And then there's a part of me that, that pictures some of those tornado-ravaged towns. You know, you see it in Texas or something, and you say, but then again, 
Not to us, but it has happened. You know, Dallas, just a couple years, remember that? There was one up in Dallas, Dallas Pike. Just rip the uh, the, the, the – I mean, just right now, there's – I mean, you would wish you were in the basement. If you're sitting there, you know, hunkered down, and all of a sudden you your, your roof is gone, could you imagine the panic? I'd panic. Well, well, what do you do now? Well, yeah, panic would be one word. <laughs> Poop my pants would be Yikes. another word. <laughs> I don't know what other phrases I might, I might want to use, but – um, but I, you know, I, it is, and it's a fault of mine. I don't think I take it seriously enough. Now, again, I watched, I was glued to TV seven. And again, I can't say enough. You know, we were watching blue bloods. All right. I like blue bloods interrupted blue bloods, but that's what you need to do. And they, for, for about half an hour or so on that screen was nothing but the, the map, the weather map showing where the storms were, where they were coming. Tyler was very good about pointing out this has moved off to the south. This one's forming up here. This is the bad one. Look at this block. Just, I, again, I can't commend Channel 7 enough for having done that. And I know, I know there will be people who will have been calling and complaining while he was doing that. Why'd you take off Blue Bloods? Well, I want to watch Blue Bloods, you know? Um, that's what a community TV station is supposed to do. Keep people up to date. They're not goofing around. There's danger out there, and they just want everybody to know it. Yeah, and it's not, you know, sometimes, I mean, don't want anybody to get mad at me. Sometimes we, the weather people just talk because they have a certain amount of time to talk. But then there are times when it, this is serious stuff, and that was the time when it was, uh, when it was serious. <laughs> I just had a flashback. You're going to have to help me with this. I, wasn't there one forecast last winter where we kind of hunkered down? We were all ready. Wasn't it was something like that, Howard, where it was going to hit us at a certain time, and we were all ready, and they were calling for like a half a foot of snow, and uh, bloop. <laughs> I think that happened. I, you know, There's a flake. Yeah. There's a flake. That's it. There's a flake, yeah. Well, you know what, though? In all seriousness now, better safe than sorry. Absolutely. You know, they get a lot of flaming TV stations – in general, they get a lot of flack for interrupting regular programming, putting this stuff on. And I hear things like, well, it only affects a few people. Yeah, except if your house is the one right in the path, it's important that you know about you that. You know what? you got to get your priorities, Howard. You know, come on. It interrupts programming. I don't care. Steeler yeah. game? Well, you know, Howard, I care. So <laughs> I can I can see their point. My, yeah, if it, was, if it was Sunday afternoon, it might oh, be a whole, yeah, it, it can in, wait. In NFL t- season, it might be. Wait till uh, halftime for that. Yeah, exactly. 720 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, speaking of uh, local TV folks or local news people, congratulations to the Intelligencer and Wheeling News Register. They won 19 separate awards for the West Virginia Press Association. Um, I told you to hold on to the double to ratio thought a few minutes ago. One of the things they won an award for best coverage. This is a second place award. Best coverage of breaking news for the double to ratio covering the double to ratio. Our good friend Mr. McCabe won a pair of first place awards for editorials, uh, best single editorial and best editorial page. The single editorial was the one where he commended the mayor after the State of the City speech for talking about where the city is going to go in the future, um, which is, to me, kind of, you know, interesting. And I think the mayor will probably appreciate it, too. Uh, in the early days, you know, McCabe and I had a lot of criticism for the way things were being done by the city, and now he wins an award for complimenting the mayor. So uh, good, good on you, John. John won uh, a pair of first-place awards, best editorial, single editorial, best editorial page. 
He picked a couple of others as well. Let's see. What else did they win on um, for six first-place awards, five second-place awards, eight third-place awards? Uh, I'm looking to see here. Um, Nora Edinger won first place for best business, economic, or labor reporting. Uh, three first places. Oh, yeah. Well, they do a lot of advertising. You know, this ad was a good ad, bad ad. I I don't pay time. I'm only concerned about the editorial side of things. Best sports section for their coverage of their own wellness weekend. Second place award. Uh, breaking news. Second place award for the double duration coverage. Um, and third place awards included McCabe's editorial. Challenging young minds is always good. Heather Ziegler won for best lifestyle columnist. I do. I enjoy Heather's columns on the weekends. She's a really just a quite enjoyable writer. Um, and best sports special section for the 2022 football preview, uh, which should be coming up pretty soon, right? I think. I, well, I know this week, either Wednesday or Thursday. So, so we'll, we'll be looking we'll for, look that. for that. Anyway, congratulations to uh, the Intel and the News Register. 19, so I said 19 awards at the West Virginia Press Association. And in addition to that, our friend Stephen Adams uh, won multiple awards at that event. We'll talk about that later on because Stephen's coming in to talk about uh, WVU over the weekend, Bob, on Friday afternoon, recommended the first of their rounds of cuts. 192 faculty out of there. 32 majors just cutting them completely, taking just, just no more Primarily in the world language department, no more world language majors and so on. We'll run them down later on. Um, the the social media world was a buzz with anger at what WVU is doing. Um, they're doing it because they got a forty five million dollar uh, budget loss, budget shortfall, and they got to figure out how to handle it. And so this is the way they're doing. It. Boy, they're taking a lot of flack for that. Stephen Adams is going to join us to talk about that and. Uh, you know, what the what the university may do. And we'll talk to him about his awards as well. Let me ask you this real quick, Howard, because I just thought of it. <clears throat> you know, the, the university is, uh, to say it's a huge part of the state of West Virginia is a, is a real understatement. With all this money laying around, do you think the governor is, is, is uh, maybe thinking about helping them out? I mean, we bail out people all the time. What about our, our dear university? Well, ding, 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 ding to your suggesting that's a good idea. Boo, 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 boo to the governor and the legislature said no. Uh, Evan Hansen, who is a delegate from Morgan. Now, listen, listen to the numbers here, because I think these numbers are important. WVU is $45 million in the hole. That's the issue they've got to deal with, $45 million in the hole. In the last legislative session, Marshall University was given $45 million for this new cybersecurity program. Now, that is a good program, deserving program. I'm not suggesting that it shouldn't have been given. Evan Hansen, who represents the Morgantown area, got up and said, I'd like to suggest that we also put some money to WVU. Hello? Bueller? 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 No action. I asked Mike Pushkin, you might remember this last week, and he kind of dodged the question, is there, is there a vendetta of some kind going on against WVU? Because you're right. We have, according to the governor, we got it's like it's like walking through puddles of cash. We've got this huge revenue surplus at the state level, and we got this university, our land grant university, our premier university, cutting programs, and this is just the first round of cuts. What's forty five million in Marshall? Zero to WVU. 
the amount going to Marshall was the exact amount of money WVU is is cut is, is you know shortfall by. There's something stinky in Helsinki in my mind, and I think that somewhere along the way, um, somebody's got to raise that raise that question. And we'll talk. <clears throat> Steve and I will talk about this a little bit later on. <clears throat> I do apologize. I don't have any coffee. Otherwise, I'd try and drink some hot stuff to get my throat cleared. But I apologize for coughing at you. Uh, Steve and I will talk about this later on. But there, there's going to have to be some changes made. And, you know, it's the, look, the uh, WVU administration, I'm Hoppy's commentary, by the way, is on this today, WVMetroNews.com, if you want to read it. The administration should have seen some of this coming. There has been a downward trend, particularly after the pandemic, for uh, you know for, for enrollment to go down. They should have predicted this. They should have made the plans other than the suddenly a crisis thing. But the legislature is at fault, too. We had Kelly Allen from the Western Center on Budget and Policy on a couple of, well, a month or so ago, talking about how if the legislature had simply kept higher education funding at the level it was, I'm picking a number, I can't remember, but five years ago, not added to it, just kept it where it was, they wouldn't have this problem. So the legislature's at fault, the WVU administration's at fault. E. Gordon Gee is getting a ton of flack. It's the same week he announced he's staying on for another year or so uh, that these, these cuts are being made. And some people are saying, why don't you go, Gee? We'll talk about that with um, Stephen coming up a little bit later on this morning. And uh, But you, you hit the nail on the head, Bob, with all the money laying around. Why isn't there some more money going directly to WVU? Uh, we're going to talk about, the, speaking of money, Campaign cash is always a big deal. Super PACs, PAC money, and so on. Harvard professor Larry Lessig has been talking about this for a long time. He ran as a presidential candidate a couple years ago purely to make a point about super PACs. He's joining us today to talk about campaign cash and super PACs from his office at Harvard. Um, And the death toll approaching 100 in Maui wildfires. We've got to look at all of that coming up, too. So it's a Got a few things in our mind. What's on your mind? Feel free to dial in 304-214-1600. The text line, 304-232-8255 is the the text line. Frio stack lines all. All right, I've lost my uh, clock. Oh, 727. Oh, already, I'm late. 727 on the Watchdog Morning Show. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. 
We'd like to help. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Trio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Trio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Vaco Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Lang, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Vaco Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and Ring Girls, sign up at joinrnr.com. Buy tickets at westvacoarena.com. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. The alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. I woke up dog tired, beat down half dead. While we can Chugging down coffee while I should have been sleeping 7.31, the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show I forgot earlier, I wanted to mention uh, When we played our opening theme song, uh, Good Morning um, Who was the today? Who, who was our? Peggy Lee Peggy Lee was the version today uh, Nancy and I went to Uncle Pete's for dinner on Friday night And by the way, really good I, had, I know it sounds silly, but I had stuffed... Uh, uh, white face stuffed with crab meat. Man, was it good. I confused the, 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 the uh, waitress, though. She said, well, what, what would you like for your side? I said, I, and they have garden salad. I said, I'd like the garden salad without the garden. She said, well, you just confused me, Howard. She said, well, that would just be lettuce. I said, yes, that's, ah. that, that's what I'm asking for, the garden salad without the salad, without the garden. Uh, good, a good meal, anyway. They're, they were packed. Friday night, 8 o'clock-ish or so. Look, just an honest observation. They do a great business, and not only do they do a great business, they do a you know it's it's it, people walk out of there, they're happy, they're pleased, you know. And you see a lot of what you know. I'm gonna an old plug on uh, for zines. It's the same kind of setting. People are always taking stuff home. Take with everybody them coming out has a bag because full of, there's so much food. Yeah, that's exactly right. Not the Monroes, but but most people. Uh, the Monroes, at least I, uh, ate it all. Um, so, anyways, we're waiting because there was a small wait, very, very small wait uh, to get in. And Nancy and I are waiting. And this guy comes out and goes, You Howard Monroe? Well, you know, Bob, that's one of those Uh-oh. things that always, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yes, I am. And he says, I think his name was Jim. He says, I listen to you every single day. 
Uh, and he gave me several examples of things, so I knew he was telling me the truth. And you know what he said? The favorite part of his show, the, re, the number one thing he likes about this show? The opening, There's so, so the opening theme song. Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day. He said sometimes if he gets up late and he's missed that, he says he feels like he missed it. It's like his day didn't stay. He goes, oh, I go, oh, no, I missed the song. I missed the song. So uh, it was good talking to him. And he was, again, I could tell he had listened, was a listener because, among other things, he said, you tried those Louis hot dogs yet? <laughs> there at Uncle Pete's. And I told him, I said, well, I heard they weren't Louis hot dogs, but I heard they're pretty good. He goes, I'm going to give them a try next Thursday. So anyways, nice to see you, Jim. Appreciate good morning, Jim. You, appreciate you stopping by and saying hello to me. And, uh, and the anxiety I had for that brief moment, you, Howard Monroe, because I always worry about exactly what that's going to be. Speaking of food, by the way, I did not get to the Lebanese Festival. Well, Howard, why not? Well, let me explain this. Went to the Lebanese Festival. Got there, did you? We got there. Beautiful Sunday right after church. Nancy and I said, well, let's just drive up the Lebanese Festival. So we uh, we drive up, uh, up uh, you know, Route 88 up into Ogilvy. Go down to the good zoo area, and then over to heading over towards uh, Camp Russell on Site One, where the Lebanese Festival was. Get to the good zoo. Well, the parking is already out past the good zoo, so you get now the Lebanese Festival is clear down at what is it, um, Levinson Shelter? The shelter cleared down at the other end. Parking is already backed up past the good zoo. We go up, and you know, there's two tiers above it, two different. No parking. Drive down into the Camp Russell area. Think maybe we can sneak a place. Nothing. No place to park. No place to park at all. None. Zip zero. Zitch. Knee kneel. None. I thought maybe, and this is the slight criticism I have. Not of Lebanese festival. I don't think it's the park. I think I very seldom criticize them. So I thought to myself, all right. Well, why don't we, we'll go somewhere else in the park? We frequently, Nancy and I frequently go up what they call the hilltop up around the fountain area where the mansion is and. The glass museum is and so on. Because sometimes we go up there several times this weekend. In fact, we took my Kindle, just go up there, sit down, drink a bottle of water, read. Well, let's go up to the hilltop. We'll grab a trolley because the trolleys travel around. We'll grab a trolley. Don't take us down there. No trolleys coming by. So eventually we just eh, went on. Uh, a little surprise because, uh, you, you know, the, the key for that is, like like everything, is uh, the weather. And, and it looked like the weather was going to be perfect, really, right? really good. Perfect. And it was. It was better than good. It was perfect. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised that uh, the, the Lebanese committee or the, the, the park didn't say we have to have a shuttle because people aren't going to be able to park close. Yeah, I mean, and this is the second year in a row it happened. Now, last year we went late. I knew that. Uh, and has the same thing. We, my kids, my kids were up there already, and we drove up and, and couldn't find a place to park. But this year, and last year, I wasn't in the mood to walk anywhere. I would have walked some, but there was simply not a place to park. Another uh, showing of just outstanding weather. Great uh, weather for the Greeks, the yep. Italians, and now the Lebanese. They all know how to put on a festival. Howard. Only good thing I will say, it, not only good thing. I, I guess the festival was really a great festival, and people were there. Part of the issue with the Lebanese festival is. I think people go and stay, so it's like it's not like I could just drive around two or three times and somebody would be leaving and I could find their parking place. You're going to be circled for a while. Yeah, I, I, people come and they stay. They're there all day. But my youngest son went up with his daughter, and um, and I and I texted him. I said, well, bring me some kibbe. And he sent me a text. He goes, Dad, the line's too long. I'm going, oh, come on. It's your dad. I, but I didn't say that. So I said, all right, line's too long. However, he told me, he did come to the house later. He said the, the line had 
eased up, and so he did He did buy me some kibbe. So I did have some kibbe, but I didn't get a chance to go to the festival. Um, but it looked like a, every, a good time was had by all. And it was. The weather was uh, important, but uh, Mr. Corey coming on here Friday, I think that had a lot to do with it also. Well, that's right. Send all those people up there. But we were there early. I mean, the the, the food, according to their schedule, Food serving began at 11.30, and we were there like 11.35. I mean, people were there. You and everybody else, huh? People were right there, right at the beginning. But you know what? It is, you just said it. it when, with great weather around the way it has been, these festivals have had good weather. It's just it's just, it's just great to get out. And um, even though we didn't get to the festival, we got around through the festival, and it was it was, uh, it was it was a good time. A good yeah, Kibby Howard. No, I smelled it though. We were this close. <laughs> I can smell it. Kibby, I can smell it. I can smell all the Lebanese food. Seven thirty-seven twenty-three till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, coming up, we'll check in with Adam Fike. I do want to talk about the weekend. Wicked weather this weekend. See how how did it come about, and is it all gone now? We do look for a stormy day today. It looks like it's going to rain outside. Might be by now, as far as I know. So Adam's coming up with the forecast for us. And Mr. Slider has Slider on Sports not far away. It's coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. But first, here's Taylor Long. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 14th. Breaking overnight, several people have been injured following a well pad explosion in Wheeling. Emergency crews responded at 1828 Cherry Hill Road around 11 p.m. last night. Fire officials say the fire started at a gas buster on the site. Two people were transported to the hospital, with one being life-flighted with severe burns. The fire was extinguished within 20 minutes of the crew's arrival. Neighbors described the sounds of the explosion as loud enough to rattle their windows. 7 News will bring you updates as we find out more. And over in Jefferson County, the Tony Terramana Cancer Center and the Allegheny Health Network have been recognized for their radiation oncology service. The Cancer Center recently received the prestigious accreditation program for excellence from the American Society of Radiation Oncology. To receive the accreditation, the review looks at five different pillars and 16 different standards focused on safety and quality of care. What the accreditation shows is that the staff at the center are providing the highest standards of safety and quality for their patients. The Cancer Center voluntarily sought out this rigorous review to demonstrate their ongoing commitment to the region of the Ohio Valley. And over to Belmont County, an official with the Martins Ferry Water Department says the city is dealing with two major water line breaks, leaving residents without water. Officials are asking them to be patient as crews are working to get the water restored. They say once services restored, a 48-hour boil order will be in effect. Stay with 7 News for updates. And as you might remember, WTRF was proud to host the No One Walks Alone Veterans Suicide Awareness Walk earlier this summer, raising more than $6,000 for helping heroes. Some people ordered t-shirts the day of the event. We now have them and you can pick them up today here at WTRF. The address is 9616th Street. If you can't make it today, call our office and we can make other arrangements. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. When disaster strikes, just pick up the phone. Check out the Hot Buy Deals at Menards. 
Saving on Crescent Circular Saw Blades. They're $8.99 at other stores. Just $4.99 after rebate at Menards. A 3,000 lumen three-panel folding LED light is $12 at other stores. Just $4.97 after rebate at Menards. Choose from a combo or handheld shower head. Just $9.99 after 11% off. Goodwill supplies last through August 20th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Craft Beer. Saturday, August 19th, the Mountaineer Brewfest brought to you by Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack is back at Wheeling Heritage Port, showcasing craft beers from West Virginia's finest brewers. With great food, live entertainment, and many more craft beer selections in our beer garden, it's a wild and wonderful time and you don't want to miss out. Proceeds benefit the family service Upper Ohio Valley. Get your tickets now at mountaineerbrewfest.com. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. It's 7.42, 18 to the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show, Monday morning, up and running. Lots of business to attend to. Slider and sports coming up in a tad. Stephen Adams from the Ogden newspaper chain and I will talk about the WVU uh, cutbacks that were announced. They haven't been officially gone into effect, but they are, they are the proposed cuts that uh, a, an appeals process will be working through uh, after today. We'll talk about that coming up in the next hour as well. But right now, let's talk to Adam Fike from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. He's our morning meteorologist. Adam, um, man, what a stormy night Saturday was. Were you, you weren't working, but were you caught in that? But that was because I was being attentive, even though we were camping. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I start my phone, like I tried to stay off my phone as best I could since we were camping. Sure. But it was my phone and watch just started blowing up with tornado warning across the area. And I'm like, oh, crap. So me being me, I'm still working, even though I'm technically not working. People are messaging me. People are giving me calls like, well, what, what, what's, what's happening, Adam? What's happening? I'm like, hey, you're good. You're fine. <laughs> but it was like. At one point, we were we just finished cooking dinner, and there were four tornado warning storms that all looked like they could hit us. And I'm like, "No, we're tearing down. We're tearing down. We're going home." <laughs> so you were actually we were out. All, you were outside we were during torn, that. We were all torn down. I even went to the other twenty campsites near us and warned people, and everyone started tearing down. We got into the car and got to the bathhouse right as the storms hit. But luckily, nothing too bad hit us can't say the same for up here though yeah uh apparently according to what i read on your website there was a confirmed tornado in belmont county yep confirmed i can speak holy cow confirmed tornado in belmont county what was it three miles north of st Clair's. around Ra- north Saint- of st Clair's. Yeah. well i was trying to, i was howard i was trying to be too Proper, like oh, it's north northwest or something like that. It was north of St. Clairsville by three three miles. Or right. So. EF one winds of a hundred miles an hour, so not super pleasant. I mean, there are other ones in the area as well. There was one near Millersburg. There was one near New Athens, Athens, however you want to say it. Right. But 
three in the vicinity, only one actually in our DNA. I mean, one is enough, but... Uh, according to, according to uh, the info on your website, um, one of um, only five in recent years. I think the last one was in 2021, tornado in Belmont County. Yep. What? What? I forget what date it was. I literally just have this pulled up. I should be more prepared, Howard, but I'm still trying to get used to being back into having power. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I forget how technology works. No joke. I was sitting... We were watching TV yesterday, and I'm like, wait, this thing is electricity? Because it was three days in a row where I really didn't use my phone. I didn't shower. I didn't have TV. I'm like, huh, this is what it's like to not be addicted to technology. <laughs> but um, in your line of work, you need that connection sometimes. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, it does. oh my goodness. I can't even find it. Let's just, let's just change topics. <laughs> hold on. Hold mind. on. Wait a minute. I, I've got it here. Wait a minute. Hang on here. Hold on. Just give me a second. I've got it here. The most recent and previous tornado impacting Belmont County was October 21st, 2021. I knew it was October. I couldn't remember the exact date. October 21st, 2021. What do they say? Five, looking for this. 100 miles an hour wind speed, maximum wind speed of 100 miles an hour in Belmont County over the weekend. And um, somewhere I saw it was one of only fifth tornado on record since 1950 in Belmont County. Fifth on record in 19, since 1950. So, um, listen, I got to commend. I know you weren't you were out in the you were out in the wilds of the woods or wherever, but I really got to commend Tyler Vanji and the and the entire uh, TV7 team for the continuous coverage they did give us on Saturday night. I was glued to the TV screen, watching the map, watching the progression. When you have severe weather like we had, it's very fast moving and really up to the minute, up to the second is really important to know. You know, my wife kept wanting to say, let's go to the basement, let's go to the basement. Now wait, let's just see how this is going to play out. But um, I really thought you guys did a tremendously good job and a super community service in, in continuous coverage of that. Now, I am also a broadcaster, so I know that there were probably phone calls coming into Channel 7. Why did you take Blue Bloods off? Why are you running this thing? Why are you doing it? We all know it's raining. Why didn't you take my show off the air? I know that's what people do, but that's what a community uh, TV or radio station does, which is keep the information flowing. I, I, I have to give Tyler a lot of credit because when I initially tuned in after dinner, I see him doing a Facebook Live, and while he's doing his Facebook Live on Severe Thunderstorm Morning, a tornado warning pops up. Yeah. So within 10 minutes, he ends his Facebook Live and is on TV. Right. So he did a great job at transitioning really fast from one to the other and without he, wasting too much time. And he kept he kept on time. I mean, the, 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 the situation was changing very rapidly. Tornado warnings were popping in, popping out. Severe thunderstorm warnings were popping in, popping out. Uh, the time length was extended on some of them, shortened on others. Um, he did a really good job of juggling all of that stuff. I don't want to make this a... Pat Tyler in the back kind of thing, but he really did, really did a good job, and TV7 needs to be commended for keeping us informed. I was glued to the TV screen. I don't know how long it was, what, 20 minutes, but that was a critical 20 minutes watching the watching the storms go through and wondering if my wife was right. Should we go to the basement, go to the basement, go to the basement? By the way, we did not, but, <laughs> but, maybe, but maybe we should have. Now, looking outside this morning, Adam, looked like another storm could be brewing. Before I get to this morning, Howard, yes. I do have to tell you 
when whoever's on air tells you to get to shelter, you need to get to shelter. That doesn't mean wait and get oh. to shelter. Oh. They say it's closer. When that tornado warning gets issued, you need to get to your basement if you have one immediately. So I think he's telling me I should pay more attention to my wife. Uh, well, and Nancy wasn't yeah. actually on the air, so I think it was, it was okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When they so I got it. So when it's uh, go to the go go to seek shelter, I should seek shelter. Is that what you're telling me? And that, see, that's the thing. It's a lot of people give me crap because I still have my hand crank weather radio. That's where <laughs> that comes in positive because you can still get alerts on where the storm is even when you don't have your TV. Yeah, what? yeah, we got one of those too, and then and it all and it sends out those funny sounds like all the time, and it's like they just bug me. But one thing, Howard, we are trying to work on is like how we have with you guys. If we have a tornado warning, we can go over air with you guys. We're trying to get it so that we can get it to our website and Facebook Live at the same time while we're on TV, right? So that we can get all three. So that way, when people are away from their TVs, oh, I still have my phone. I can pull up Facebook. And right. they can still watch the tornado coverage. Right, exactly. That's going to be big when we can do that. All right. Well, let's get to the forecast for today because Bob's standing by ready to do sports. So i got to give him time for that. So, uh, <laughs> it, it, as I said earlier, it, it does. It did look like it was going to storm earlier this morning. No storms this morning, but you are correct. It, it's getting dark because we are seeing rain that's starting to form to south. It's going to be kind of this. We're going to have this initial round that comes through this morning, but most of our activity still, though, is in southern Indiana and Kentucky. So much of what we see today, minus some showers this morning, will be possible storms this afternoon. There are two time frames I'm looking at, 3 to 5 p.m. and then 7 to 9. That first time frame is just going to be mainly showers with some storms, but then we could get a time frame that 7 to 9 period where we could get some strong severe. Okay. Now, it is very unlikely that we see a repeat of Saturday. So it's unlikely that we get more than one tornado warning in our one-hour radius, so up to Pittsburgh or over to Zanesville, and then both north and south either direction. So anything we do see is more likely going to be pretty heavy torrential downpours and gusty winds. Uh, even during the day, though, it's not going to be it's not going to be a, one of the great days of the week, right? Nope, it's going to be cloudy all day, and especially with its first fast showers this week. It's just going to be kind of damp, gloomy, and sticky all day. All right. Going to be, what, uh, mid to upper 70s for our highs today? Most of us are, like, I would say that almost 80. It's going to be 77 to 82, depending on where you are. So I round that just about 80 degrees. (laughs) Let's do a quick run through for the rest of the week. Okay. So tomorrow, as that front moves on through, we're still going to have a few light showers, but no storms that linger behind. Temperatures stuck in the upper 70s. Wednesday, Maybe a little fog during the early morning hours. That clears. We see sunshine, upper 70s once again through the afternoon. So Thursday, Friday, both days, once again, holding on to sunshine. So I can't roll out some showers and storms late Thursday into early Friday morning. That's going to be midnight Friday to sunrise. And then the rest of Friday, sunny. Saturday, Sunday, both sunny. But come the weekend, we're going to likely see the return of hot temperatures, possibly flirting with the 90s come Sunday. But by Friday, we should have at least a good-looking day. Is that what I heard you say? Yep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all four of those days seeing sunshine. Okay. Just oh. any storms on Thursday are going to be after midnight into Friday before the sun even comes up. All right. All right. Sounds good, Adam. I appreciate it. We will talk to you tomorrow, uh, hopefully without any major storm activity tonight. Fingers crossed. Talk to you then. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Appreciate it. Adam Fike, Big 7, WTRF-TV. Slider on sports only minutes away. Why? Just think about it. 
Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Vaco Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Lane, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Vaco Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and Ring Girls, sign up at joinrnr.com. Buy tickets at westvacoarena.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, and be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Conversations you can about with people you know this is the watchdog morning show with howard monroe on wkkx and wvly brought to you by wvu medicine monday monday so good to me Monday morning, it was all I hoped it would be. Is Monday morning all you hoped it would be this morning, Bob? Huh? Not really. I'm looking for a little more, Howard. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't want anyone to feel that I'm not giving you my all or that Bob's not giving you our all, but I can't speak for you, pal. I'm looking forward to going home and going to bed. I didn't get to bed till later than usual. And I, I took an extra five or ten minutes this morning trying to get myself awake, and I'm just still a little draggy this morning. But we're, I'm happy to be here with the rest of you. I just want you to know I'm happy to be here with the rest of you. Uh, 69, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 67 at the Highlands, 66 in Elm Grove, and 66 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley, where it is time for Slider on Sports. Saturday night's game between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Cincinnati Reds was rained out when thunderstorms went through western Pennsylvania. So yesterday they played a doubleheader, Howard. Remember those days of our childhood Let's when they play would play two, Ernie Banks? Yeah. Well, not exactly. They, they don't do things like that. They, they had the afternoon game. Then they told everybody to get out after the game, and then they charged everybody to come back. So they played two, just like old Ernie Banks would have liked. But you, but had, to play, you had to pay. For, you, had to, you had to pay when you came back. You're yet. kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you, Howard. Times are changing. But, you know, I, I noticed on uh, Facebook there were a couple of people talking about, you know, the second game saying, and it confused people were like, second 
team. What? Yeah. what is second? I mean, really, they were confused. But that's what happened. They decided not to mess with any kind of rain delays on Saturday, so they went with uh, let's play two on Sunday, but uh, we're going to charge you twice, by the way. In the first game, uh, Jared Torello hit his first big league homer, three-run pinch hit home run. In the seventh inning, Angel Perdomo picked up the win. He improves to three and two. David Bednar pitched the ninth inning, earning his 24th save. The Pirates win four to two. That's the first game. Yeah, it was number one. That was number one. It was a better start for Pittsburgh's Mitch Keller. He gave up two runs, one earned, five hits, seven strikeouts in six innings. Let's play two. Let's go to game two. Stuart Fairchild, pretty cool name. He plays for the Reds. Stuart Fairchild hit in the uh, tying run in the eighth inning and also the go-ahead run in the tenth inning, leading the Reds over the Pirates 6-5. to five. Bren- Brian Reynolds has been red hot for the Pirates. Homer twice in the game, his 16th and 17th. In his second homer, gave the Bucks a 5-3 lead, but they just couldn't hold on to it. Oswaldo Bado, he took the loss. He drops to 2-3. and three. Tonight, the Pirates host the New York Mets. Carlos Carrasco. I think I can read my writing. Let me, let me try that again. Carlos Carrasco gets the start for the Mets. And the Pirates, they don't know who they're going to start yet, so we'll have to stay okay. tuned for that. Uh, first pitch right around 7-10 if they come up with a starting pitcher. The Reds, they dropped to second place in the National League Central Division. They are now tied with the Chicago Cubs. I don't know who our emailer is, Howard, but yes, good news for the Chicago <laughs> Cubs. They are now tied with the Reds for second place. They're, they're three and a half games back behind the first place Milwaukee Brewers. The Pittsburgh Pirates, you say? Well, they're 11 and a half games back. Sure they are. Slaughter on sports time. What time is it here? It's 7.58. A, 7.58. Couple till the hour here at the, top, at the top of the hour. ABC covers the world. Probably the top story. Hawaii's wildfires have now become the deadliest in modern U.S. history. We are pushing close to 100 people dead. 93 was the confirmed number, and I think I just saw somewhere it's gone to 96. I could be wrong about that, but they're pushing 100. Uh, 2,200 structures are left damaged or destroyed. The governor uh, yesterday said that the death toll will probably continue because they have only been able to get into a fraction of the burned areas of Maui, and they'll find probably more bodies and much more burned-out buildings buildings there as well. Uh, just an unbelievably devastating, devastating fire. Fire in paradise, I guess we could call it, right, Bob? Fire in paradise. Uh, that's coming up. ABC's got that. Coming up next hour, we'll talk with Stephen Adams from the Ogden newspaper chain. We'll talk about... The uh, big cuts proposed by WVU, 169 faculty, 32 programs cut completely. Uh, they're trying to revamp, revise, and um, reorganize because of financial problems. We will talk about that uh, with Stephen coming up in the next hour of the show. ABC covers the world right now. It's 8 o'clock. Every other day, every other day of the week is fine, yeah. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville.